Hello, and welcome back to DM Chat. I'm Nathan, your DM. And in this second episode of DM Chat, I want to dive into the second session of my own campaign. Now, if you'll remember back on the first episode of DM Chat, uh, I spoke about kind of how I started the campaign out and how I introduced each of the characters. And a lot of that first session was just that. It was a lot of introducing. It was a lot of the new players that had never played D&D before kind of getting a feel for the sessions. And now that that first session was done, for the second session, I really wanted to bring them into the very first town that they would encounter. As you remember, they didn't quite make it to the nearby town of How, spelled H-A-U. Uh, but in the second session, they were able to uh, enter the town, kind of see what it was like to be in a um, node of civilization, and also give them their very first quest or their very first place that they could go to, their very first moment of strife and struggle that they would have to work through. So this second session was actually a lot of setting that up and allowing them to experience the city itself. So also this very first second, uh, this uh, second session was also where I started to set up the uh, precedent of reading off a recap at the beginning of each, each session. Uh, while I do expect my players to write down notes on each of the sessions as it's best for them to really solidify that information inside of their mind, I also wanted to write my own recap and read it in front of each of the sessions, um, which I will uh, I'll read um, and it will allow them to kind of get a refresher since at the time we were playing uh, only twice a month now we're playing three to four times a month uh, but at the time we weren't playing that much uh, so i wanted to just give them a refresher after that refresher was stated i also introduced them to how uh, since at the end of the first session they made it to the gates and entered the city with this second session i wanted to describe the city to them now how is a little bit of a smaller town uh it's on the uh, like the the outskirts of its uh, country that it's in which is nalma and how is also a uh, it's nearby to a the, the shoreline so the the ocean and so it's a large form of commerce and reason for existing is fishing and also kind of being a hub for adventurers and traders as they travel from uh, internal Nalma up to the trading country of, of Kyria. Um, and, and we'll get more into that and what Kyria is uh, and kind of its, its reason for existing uh, later on in DM chat. Now for introducing the city, obviously this was the very first city that they were experiencing. I wanted to introduce it to them as they were walking through the city. So I first introduced the uh, entrance to How and the garrison and the soldiers stationed there. Uh, Nalma is uh, a, a dark elf main, it's mainly made up of dark elves uh, and, and kind of elven kind. In my world, dark elves, or at least a, a significant portion of them, uh, have rejected the evil um, influence, I guess I would say, of Lolth, which is traditionally in, in 
more traditional sessions, Loth is the, uh, the I believe she is chaotic evil, um, but she's a form of evil. She's an evil deity that essentially tricked uh, dark elves into following her. But in my world, um, many of the uh, dark elves rejected Loth's influence and became uh, part of society. And there's a lot of drama relating to that, but uh, that's that's a story for another another DM chat. So a lot of the uh, introdu- introduction um, of how was related to uh, the garrison and the dark elves that the party found there, as well as uh, eventually being led into the city itself uh, after being searched by these these this garrison these guards. Uh, once they actually got in, I had a few of them roll perception checks, and that was mainly just to the, the perception check DC itself uh, was a nine. So as long as someone rolled a nine or higher, they would see uh, what I was wanting them to see, or at least fully what they were wanting to see. Very low DC there, uh, A, because they were all level one at this time, uh, but also I really wanted them to be able to succeed that check. Uh, since the information I wanted to present to them was important to uh, the overarching story and their uh, uh, eventual uh, future actions. So that perception check was to see a group uh, of murmuring kind of uh, city dwellers carrying a body uh, from uh, to its grave, so to the to the local uh, grave site in Howe. Um, and also kind of onlookers hearing and, and talking amongst themselves and gossiping about uh, the reason why um, there being that person was dead and also that uh, a few people being like, oh, why would you bury a body? It's just going to be robbed anyway. So a little bit of intrigue there that I wanted to introduce to the party very early on. Also, um, they are introduced to an NPC that ended up really not having that much of a follow-through since the party didn't go and um, interact with him, but the NPC's name was Grumgar. He was an orc, and because the party didn't really interact with him, he was going to have some implication in the major story. Um, uh, The way that I wanted to introduce them to the major story was through a few different paths. So if they had gone and um, gone and kind of snuck uh, by Grumgar and followed him, they would have followed him to his house and overheard a conversation between him and his uh, kind of patron, non-deity patron, uh, a physical human being uh, that was instructing him to rob the graves of the, uh, the, the people in the gravesite for a few rituals that they were going to undertake. They didn't, the party didn't decide to follow that path, so that path a little bit fizzled out, but Grumgar is still in the world. Um, So if any of my party members are hearing this, you could technically go and find him again. Uh, Another thing that they were um, introduced to was another NPC, uh, both uh, kind of a little bit more more mysterious than Grumgar, um, an NPC with her hood up and that was kind of uh, looking and observing the uh, onlookers in the gravesite 
and that was the NPC that they decided to go and pursue, and her name is Jolana. She'll become very important a little bit later on, but uh, both of these NPCs were introduced to them very early on in in them walking into uh, Howe. Now, Howe is also another type of city where uh, there's a few locations that the party could go to. Uh, obviously, there's a tavern, there's also a temple, uh, there's quite a, a few places of origin and interesting uh, spaces that they could they could uh, go and, and, and look into and, and um, kind of see what's going on. And for each of these major cities, I actually created what I call a breakdown. So uh, for this, I have a how city breakdown and it there's a, a quick little map that I created uh, with the local topography inside of this document as well as each of the structures, their major zones or districts of the city. So for how specifically, it's a city on the wharf. So there's um, there's kind of a, a larger dock area. There's a craftsman area. There's a central market where a few people are able to uh, trade goods, uh, trade and sell goods. Uh, there's also a shanty town, a very, very small shanty town and a space for merchants to live or to just um, set up to sleep for the night. Uh, as I said earlier, how was a place where uh, merchants and adventurers were kind of just stop over for the night uh, on their path forwards. So that's uh, definitely what, what uh, a large portion of how is. So that dock area, as well as a craftsman area, small market, and a place to sleep. There's also a few shops that I introduced to them, uh, each with their own unique NPCs. I really enjoy having shops have very, very unique NPCs and people that uh, the party can interact with very heavily and kind of enjoy and look forward to and meet again and again. So for how uh, there was two major shops. There was Starry and Harry's Vault and there was Ennett's Blades. And Steering Harry was uh, our, our two dwarven gentlemen that uh, were the owner, the co-owners of a more uh, general shop, general store. So it was a place where one of the characters, Shay, who is a wizard, uh, he went there and bought a few items for uh, or required components for his spells. The other was Ennett's Blades. Uh, I always like giving uh, players a place to get some extra spicy weapons or see some weapons that they can't afford right now, but that are really important and really cool. So uh, those two places the party did go into, they met uh, the respective NPCs. Uh, Steri and Harry, uh, one of them is a little bit more nerdy, the other one's a little bit more brutish, but they're brothers and they love each other and they're kind of a laugh riot. Uh, the other, Ennett, uh, she is very, very uh, timid and very low volume voice, but is someone that is very invested in and very interested in uh, weapons and swords and blades of all kinds. So really interesting NPC there. The other place that was important for the, the party members that I introduced to them as they uh, walked through the, the city and with perception checks, very low perception checks, but still checks nevertheless, was an inn. Uh, and because this was a smaller 
uh, town, I only included one in, and it was called The Boar and the Demon. And um, it was adjacent to a glassblower shop, um, and it was uh, it was tended by an, uh, an innkeeper named uh, Linen, and she was a female dwarf. And uh, in this second episode or the second session, one of our party members, the uh, sorcerer, uh, obviously the sorcerer, uh, very charismatic, um, actually walked up to Linen and seduced her with very, very good charisma rolls. And eventually they slept together that night. So the very first lay of the session, obviously, uh, as a DM, I don't want to focus on that type of part, but it is part of you know, romance and and seduction is part of character development. So I really wanted to introduce that and also uh, support that. So I I allowed that, especially with, I think it was like a 18 or 19 charisma role. And as a sorcerer, since he had a high charisma, even at level one, he had like a plus two. So that was a a non-natural 20 or like a 21. So I allowed that. Also inside of this uh, How City Breakdown, I also wrote down a few characters of note that I could whip out as needed. So if there was uh, someone that the party you know, interacted with that I didn't plan for, or if they wanted to know the name of an NPC that they interacted with, I could uh, take the, these details and these names and place them into the world as needed uh, improv. So there was uh, Godiva Roundtree, and Tara Lee Kiva Dutro, uh, and they were, um, they were, one was a human artificer, and the other one was a wood elf diplomat, so kind of cool people, um, I believe Tara Lee was interacted with outside of the boar and the demon, if I'm casting my mind back, uh, but the party members pretty much insulted her, uh, the entire time, because she was, um, she was a diplomat, and very hoity-toity, and they didn't, uh, really respect her at that time, but it was only the second session, so that was fine. Uh, The rest of the session was relatively, um, you know, lowbrow. The party members did go to the graveyard and witness the burying of the body that they had seen earlier. Um, And they also went to the temple. And this was a temple to um, a god that was one of kind of self-sacrifice and there were statues to him outside of the temple um, and the party members went in and met with the um, the kind of monks of the temple um, and the major um, religious figures in there and spoke with them um, and they also met um, an, a person named uh, Realmdale Drobothrill <laughs> very very insane name that I came up with but uh, this character uh, tasked them with going to his he, he kind of introduced himself and and said you know there's this manor that my family used to uh, own that's a little bit outside of how um, maybe like half hour journey outside of how and uh, an angry mage put a curse on the mansion um, when I was very, very young, when I was like five or six. And uh, because of that, there's a very complex lock outside of the manor, outside of the mansion. 
and I don't know if my father, who was inside at the time, is still alive. I'd like to know what happens. I'd like to reclaim the manor, which is mine. Could you go and check it out? And so this was their very first quest, uh, which would be, um, at the time, indirectly linked to um, to the main storyline, but would eventually become linked uh, when the party members kind of went into it. And uh, the third session was when they actually went to the manor and when they um, went and combated the uh, lock, the, the very first puzzle. Um, but we'll get into that next DM chat. So I hope you enjoyed this DM chat. Um, next week we'll be uh, detailing session three and we'll be going on from there. Enjoy the rest of your day.